AM Inspirations. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to AIM Inspirations. Now before the ads break we had a bit of technical difficulties. So to Bata Ismail, shukran so much to you for your uh, input. We really do appreciate it. I'm so sorry about that. Uh, I, I hope we, inshallah we can speak to you again soon inshallah. Uh, we're going to now go into the topic of uh, what well, we all know that uh, we're all aware that Allah exists and that we need to be, be grateful and say shukr to Allah every day in order to attain serenity and tranquility in this worldly life. But do we really know how to thank Allah, even in the difficult times? Take a listen to this reminder, inshallah. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Wa bihi nasta'in wa nusalli wa nusallimu ala afdalil khalqi ajma'in. Nabina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa tabi'ina wa man tabi'ahum bi ihsanin ila yawmiddini wa ba'd. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who created us, the one who is in control of every aspect of our lives, our existence, the one whom we shall return to, the one who has blessed us in a million and one ways. We send blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he who was chosen to be sent to us as a messenger and a guide. We ask Allah to bless his entire household, his entire group of companions and at the same time we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless every single one of us and grant us goodness. My beloved mothers and sisters in Islam, indeed every one of us is gifted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in one way or another and sometimes in fact in many ways but we don't realize the gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because human nature is such that we concentrate on those things that we don't have. This is what happens to mankind. We tend to concentrate on what we don't have. And this is why we overlook what we actually do have. They say you only realize the value of what you had after you lose it. But that should not be the case when it comes to a believing male or female. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked us to sit and ponder over his gifts, to think about what he's given you. And he says, I'm going to ask you about what I've given you. I'm sure most of us, if not all of us, would know a verse of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Indeed, then definitely you will be all asked about the gifts that Allah has bestowed upon you. Everyone is going to be asked. So what are these gifts? You need to sit and ponder, think about them. There are gifts within you. There are gifts around you. There are gifts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in existence, in the creation of the skies, the heavens, the earth, the plantation, the atmosphere and everything around you as well. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you were to look into your own selves and what we've bestowed upon you, you would understand the greatness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He calls on us by saying, وَفِي 
and within your own selves, do you not see? Are you not able to look? My mothers and sisters, I ask you to ponder for a moment. Don't we have eyes, mashallah? For those who might not be able to see, don't you have a nose you can breathe? Don't you have, mashallah, a brain, a mind? Alhamdulillah. Don't you have feet, legs, hands, fingers, and so on? Haven't you been blessed with so much? If Allah has taken one thing away, that's your test. But He's given you so many other things. Subhanallah. If you've had one thing taken away, automatically there are other things that are given to you in a bigger way. Those who cannot see can hear better than those who can see in most cases. And this is a gift of Allah. And Allah has done this in order for us to be able to appreciate. Now one might ask, I'm supposed to be speaking about daughters. Where am I heading? <laughs> to be honest, the gifts of Allah are such that when a person is married, and I'm going to start at that point and I'll probably end at that point. So we will close the entire circle. When a person gets married, one of the things that he or she looks forward to after the honeymoon, inshallah, is to have children. And one of the biggest tests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the following. And before I say it, let me tell you, when you understand that Allah has chosen for you a specific package of tests that is uniquely yours, not anyone else's. He knows that he issues sabr and patience according to the package that he's given you to you. You can never be burdened with something beyond what you can cope with because Allah has promised that he will give out to you the amount of sabr and patience that you actually need for your package that he already knows about. So don't say, I can't cope. Yes, it gets to a level where perhaps you might want to do something about it. You know, people think that when we speak about marriage, you need to stay in an oppressive marriage because Allah says he won't burden you with something that you cannot cope with. That doesn't mean you need to remain in an oppressive marriage. All it means is when it gets to beyond a certain point, you can choose another way out that Allah has allowed you to. That's what it means. You can. So let's not misinterpret what is being said. But what I mean is when there are things you have no control over at all, there is no way Allah will open your door of sabr according to your problem, according to your issue. You lose a loved one, for example. Or the main issue that I wanted to start with is, and I said one of the biggest problems, one of the biggest tests that Allah tests a couple with is when they do not have offspring. When they don't have offspring. That is your paradise. That is your Jannah. Allah says, hang on. I know exactly why I am not giving you offspring. You might not know. I know why I'm not giving you. And I'm telling you, this is the biggest test for you. And if you were to bear sabr, I want to let you know that I will be with you. My help is with you. And at the same time, for you is Jannah. إِنَّمَا يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ Indeed, Allah compensates those who have engaged in any form of sabr. Unlimited reward. In an unlimited manner, Allah gives you so much. So my mothers and sisters, if from amongst you there will definitely be people 
who don't have children and you desperately want those children. And yes, it is correct. Allah will keep you there for as long as He wills. And He may grant you a miracle according to what you perceive is a miracle. And if you don't get what you perceive is a miracle, you need to know that what He has done for you is always a miracle. You need to know this. When Allah doesn't give you what you want, you need to know He's always done whatever He wanted. That was the miracle for you. You may not understand it. I know of people who've had children after a long, long time. And then they lost their children to a motor vehicle accident. And I remember being told, I wish I didn't have these children in the first place. Well, when you didn't have them, you continued to cry about it. Well, there is no harm. You are supposed to become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when He tests you with not giving you what you want. It's, think about what I've just said. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not given you what you want, one of the reasons is He wants you to draw closer to Him by calling out to Him alone. That's what it is. If every one of us had whatever we wanted, I think a lot of us would not even be reaching out, calling out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I think we would be dilly-dallying in our acts of worship. But when you have a problem, it's a medical issue, it's a social issue, it's a financial issue, whatever issue it may be, you start calling out to Allah, your heart becomes softened, it should become softened. And this is why I say, and I'm repeating, if you don't have children, thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon this, the many things that you do have and continue asking. I'm not saying sit back and say, look, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to do anything. I don't want to seek perhaps medical advice. I don't want to see if there's anything wrong. I don't want and I'm just going to sit because I'm a mu'minah and I've been told that you just need to be happy with the decree of Allah. That is a warped understanding of taqdeer, of predestiny. Warped. Allah says, do whatever is in your capacity to, to achieve what is beneficial for you according to you. Make sure that you go the extra mile to do that which you believe is beneficial for you. Then, seek the help of Allah and don't be lazy. And then when something happens to you, the hadith says, وَإِنْ أَصَابَكَ شَيْءٍ لَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَعَلْتُ كَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا فَإِنَّ لَوْ تَفْتَحُ بَابَ الشَّيْطَانِ when something finally does happen this way or that way, don't ever go back to blame the term if, if, if I did this, had I done this, this would have happened. If I did this, that would have happened. Don't say that because the if opens the door of the devil. That's what it means. You did it and that's it. I tried my best. I continued making dua, but I'm happy upon what Allah has chosen for me. That's something that I need to understand. So. Those who don't have children, may Allah bless you with children. Those who don't have offspring, may Allah bless you with offspring. Alhamdulillah, and that was a lecture by Mufti Mink speaking about tests as well as our gifts Allah has bestowed upon us. I hope that we can benefit from that, inshallah.